Hi, this is Scott Powell, creator and teacher of History at Our House, the ultimate history resource for homeschoolers, providing ancient, European, American, and world history lectures to homeschoolers from 2nd to 12th grade. The following is a sample from the History at Our House program. For more information on History at Our House, please visit www.historyatourhouse.com. Enjoy. A prince to bring about, and here we're going to read this really important passage, to bring about the rule of righteousness in the land, to destroy the wicked and the evildoers, so that the strong should not harm the weak. That is really the most important part here that Hammurabi is saying. That he made a code of laws following being a good person, fearing the gods, Marduk and Bel and Anu, the gods of Mesopotamia. He decided to make a code of laws to destroy the wicked and to protect the weak from the strong. This is the kind of laws that he wants to make. So, in other words, what does that tell us about life in Mesopotamia? He needs to make laws to, to destroy wicked evildoers and protect the weak from the strong. What do you think about that? Does that sound like a good kind of set of laws? Shouldn't weak people be protected from the strong? Annalise, what do you think? Yeah. That sounds pretty good, right? It sounds like a good beginning. Joshua? Yeah. Hmm, okay, you guys are on board with this idea that we want to have righteousness. That sounds like a good idea. Things need to be made right. And uh, wicked people have to wicked people have to be destroyed, and the weak have to be protected from the powerful who would destroy them. All right, so this is why this is the kind of laws we have to make. But I want you to notice something about this beginning of the set of laws. That what does Hammurabi need to do? He needs to deal with evil people and powerful people. So in other words, there were a lot of evil people and a lot of powerful people that had to be stopped. This was a time when the king wanted to have order, wanted to have a kingdom that was organized. So having these evil people around when the, and having powerful people attacking weak people, that wouldn't be a good thing. So we can understand why he would do that. And so, what kind of laws is he going to make? Well, the Code of Hammurabi is very famous for including certain laws. I'll take you there now. I'm going to take you down to the most famous passage of all in the Code of Hammurabi. And we'll see what you think of it. It is the 196th law 
in the code that is the most famous. I'm sorry if this is going to gross anybody out, but it's Halloween, so you guys should be ready for it. 196, Law 196 in the Code of Hammurabi. If a man destroy the eye of another man, they shall destroy his eye. If a man knock out a tooth of a man, they shall knock out his tooth. Have you guys ever heard of this before? People call this an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Tiger. Yeah, you've heard of it before? Yeah, my dad um, told me about the tooth part. Yeah, right. Okay, so what does it mean to have these laws that say an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth? So if somebody destroys somebody else's eye, then they get their eye destroyed. If somebody punches somebody and knocks out their teeth, then they get their teeth knocked out. What does this all mean, Henry? It's like, it's like them being even? Yeah, like them okay. being even. That's right, exactly. It kind of evens things out, right? So the punishment that you get for committing a crime is the same as the injury that you did. It's the same as the crime. So people call this, people refer to this as the punishment fits the crime. All right, so that you get punished, uh, you get the same amount of damage done to you that you did.